Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is the place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez, and Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanna invite you to join us in the Content Personality Club. In this club, we help coaches and consultants attract your perfect fit clients. Here's what we know. When you tweak and enhance your messaging, or maybe even overhaul it, your business is going to get a whole lot better. If you are experiencing any of these specific problems in your business, we want to help you. Number one, you publish content via email or social media, but it doesn't consistently convert to new clients, nor does it have the fire, flair, and feel you desire. Number two, if you're spending lots of time launching and reworking your offer, but you don't have the number of clients you think you should based on all of your hard work. Or number three, you have spent money on ads and or copywriters in the past, but none of it worked like they said it would. Then we've got great news for you. Join us in the club where you'll learn how to leverage your content personality to create magnetic messaging. Because when your messaging is working, it does 90% of the heavy lifting for you. Visit www.contentpersonalityclub.com to join now. Today, we're going to be talking about the psychology of your messaging and the words you're using send both conscious and subconscious signals that are causing people to create an emotion and then take action. And so the question we want to ask you is, are your people sticking around and buying from you or are they running for the hills? So we're going to dive in, shift some beliefs around what you've probably been taught in the past so that you can evolve up your messaging and sell more of the offer that you're excited about. So Shannon's got a great graphic for any of you watching today on our YouTube channel. Can you pull that up and dive into this topic, Shannon? Yeah. You know, this is one of my most favorite topics to talk about. I know. Anytime you hand draw a graphic and we reuse it over and over and over, I know it's one of your favorite topics. <laughs> yeah. And people like really get this when they see it. So if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to explain the graphic pretty graphically. All right. <laughs> if you're watching over on YouTube or on our website, um, no worries. You're going to, you're going to get to see it in full force. So um, it's really important that everyone understands that your your words are having an impact on people, whether you realize it or not, okay? And that impact is creating emotion and that emotion is creating an action, right? And so we can have action where they stick around or we can have action, have action where they actually leave and they're like, no, not for me, right? So mm -hmm. if you are listening to the podcast, I want you to imagine a wheel, um, if you will, uh, a circle with arrows between four steps. So step one is people experience you and your content, right? They are experiencing you. You all are experiencing Amy and I at this very moment. You are experiencing our energy. You are experiencing our vibe. You are experiencing what we're saying. And you are also making 
decisions. This is step two. Your subconscious is making decisions for you, right? So if you're looking at the graphic, we've got step two is a little brain. All right. And so <laughs> your brain is saying, do I like this? Do I not like this? Are these two ladies whack? Am I going to stick around and see what they have to say? Does this make sense to me? Should I go run for the hills now? Right? So <laughs> your brain is actually doing some work as you're listening or as you're watching and, and, and listening to this content. And all of our brains do this all the time. Right? And so your brain is doing this work for you. And then you are getting an automated response, which we call an emotion. And that emotion is like, oh, I love it. Eh, I don't know. Eh, I'm out of here. All right. So that's step three. I've got a smiley face. Uh, I'll call it a medium face with a, a <laughs> straight line. Uh, and then a sad, a real sad face, right? Wow, he's so sad. Wah, 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 right. And so when you create content, in your content personality, and if you're tuning into us and you don't know what any of that means, you're going to go back to season one and go through the content personality um, types. You can take the quiz at joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash quiz, and you can discover your content personality. So when you're creating your content, you're putting your content out into the world in your content personality, there's energy. The brain of your people are doing is doing subconscious things. It's creating an emotion. And then they're deciding, are they sticking around? Or are they leaving? Mm -hmm. And that's step four is that taking action piece. Okay. Now the essential question becomes, why do you even care about this when it comes time to do your marketing for your business? So Amy, why do you think this is so important that we have brought this so to the forefront of our brand and people are resonating with it? Because I think when we're creating content, we get so wrapped up in the creation part and being creative and doing something that's eye-catchy, that's flashy, that's wow, that's amazing. And I think we forget that there's actually, like you said, this emotional experience that should happen. And so instead of worrying about the flash and pizzazz, I would say, Take a step back and look at this first and say, is this actually how my content and messaging is landing with people? Yes. And it's perfect. And this is what we work with, with a students in our club, right? It's called the content personality club. And we're constantly thinking about this cycle, right? This psychology of messaging cycle and how are the words landing? And it's why for so long, we believe that so many people, you are not the problem. Your business is not the problem. Your offer is not the problem. It's the messaging yeah. <laughs> that is the problem, right? And it doesn't have to be a bad problem, but if all of us want to sell more, this becomes the thing that we need to pay attention to is these subconscious signals, right? So what I want to do is I want to actually give two really practical examples and tips of, of things that we help clients with, with this in mind. Um, the first is, as I tell our, our, our students, our clients, our club people, whoever, all the time, the only time Amy and I are going to ask you to think smaller is with your content, with your messaging, because there are 
if we are not careful, and I'm putting Amy and I both into this bucket, right? Even as the experts here helping people with messaging, if we are not careful and we talk in broad paint strokes to people, which is what almost everyone does, which is why people don't have the business that they want, all right? Then it glosses over. It's like, how many times do we have to read the word overwhelmed? How many <laughs> times do we need to read the word, are you struggling? How many times do we need to read again, you know, um, having kids is hard, right? You've got to learn how to say things in a way that isn't normally said so that people will stop the scroll, not delete your emails and actually pay attention. And the way that you do that is you keep in mind these four steps of the psychology of your messaging, but you also think way, way smaller in your content. All right, so I'm gonna give you a great example. You've got to address very specific problems, okay? We worked with um, uh, somebody who was putting out some content and basically the it was too broad. The content was, um, you have trouble getting your kids to eat, right? And I know if, if there's parents listening, grandparents, this is the thing. You all have had a time in your life where you have had trouble getting your parents getting your, uh, your kids to eat, right? Amy has cats. She even has trouble getting her cats to eat sometimes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but if we talk and we lead with that, you're having trouble getting your kids to eat. It's such a blah message that nobody pays attention. So the central question becomes when people come and work with us, well, how do we actually make that compelling? How do we make people stick around? How do we make them you know, perk up and pay attention, get a positive response of, oh, this person knows me inside and out. I'm going to stay and take action because that's what great marketing and messaging does, right? So the way that we get to this is I say, all right, let's paint a little vignette. Take me into the moment where a kid, a parent has been sitting with their kid for two hours at the table. They've tried the peanut butter. They've cut the crust off. They've done a chicken nugget. They've hid the broccoli. They've, <laughs> I don't know, what are all the things? All they, the tricks, right? To get yeah. your kids to eat. They put they've chocolate the sauce on it. They've There's done the airplane. <laughs> they've done the airplane. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Take me into that moment and then tell me what the parent is actually feeling. Yeah. And the client said, oh, I know I am so frustrated because I have sat here for two hours trying to get my kid to eat. And not only that, I have wasted another two hours of my evening that I could be spending with my spouse, that I could be reading the other children a bedtime story, that I could be in my bathtub or hot tub with a glass of wine. And my emotions are fraught. I have tried everything and Dinner has become such an exhausting task that my whole day is thrown off thinking about it. Mm. Now, Amy, is that not a more compelling message? Yes. Like I can see that parent sitting there now when you said that, oh, my kids don't eat. I'm like, man, who gives a shit, right? Like, that is such a more compelling, like I can, I don't have kids and I can emotionally feel for that person as you're telling me the story. Yeah. And so this is a great example 
I got, if, if you've got a pin next to you, I highly suggest you write this down. Million dollar takeaway here. Generalized messaging is killing your sales. Yeah. Right? And so this is a great example of, you know, and still to this day, 10 years later, I've been teaching messaging for way longer than that. But in this iteration of this business, guess what my brain does? It starts with generalized. That's pretty much what our brain does. So don't make yourself wrong for that, but know that it may take you two or three or four levels to get this to a message that actually has people stopping a scroll, reading your email, clicking the sales button, signing up for a consult, reaching to you, out to you in DM, whatever it is that you're wanting them to do. It is not generally going to happen on that first take of you creating your video or your written piece or your visual, right? Whatever your content personality is. Okay. So that's the first tip. The second tip I really want to talk about is that, um, you know, and, and I'm a former teacher. I taught for 15 years. Teaching is in my blood. It is what I love to do. Um, but when you overteach, whether that's in a, a, a training, a webinar, uh, a live in-person event, a speech, a podcast, a podcast <laughs> or in your content, right? Any type of content that you're creating, um, no one's going to buy from you. Okay. And why would they, why would they buy from you if you are giving solutions? So the question always becomes, it's this aha moment of, oh, that's a psychological thing too. Like, why would I buy from Shannon if she went live in her group every single week and gave solutions, which I did. I used to do that. And we didn't have a lot of sales. Okay. We've closed two months in a row at 70 K, which I'm super happy about <laughs> no ads, but we have dove into messaging hard in this brand, right? We have come back to the foundation. And so if you're not going to teach, but you still need to show up and, and have value right in your content, then we're going to give you a new way to think about the messaging that you're putting out there. And it's raising awareness to the mistakes that you might be making. And you're going to actually use that language as you take your message out to the world. It's going to sound instead of, hey, um, you know, the old way of doing this is if you're um, um, trying to think of a great example, if your um, Facebook post isn't converting, do these three things. And then you give away the answers. We don't want you to do that anymore. What we actually want you to do is say, hey, if you're posting on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever, and it is not converting, there might be three mistakes that you are making. Mistake number one, and you go on with it. Not the solution, the mistake. Mistake number two. Mistake number three. And then you say, and if you would like to get my help with this, please reach out because once we turn these around for you, you're going to have a very different way to generate leads in your business. Okay. Notice it's a mistake and a call to action rather than you need to do these things and solve the problem and a call to action. So Amy, you actually want to talk about this because we transformed our sales process as well, using this same kind of framework, if you will. Yeah. And I think 
the other thing too, is when we're going through this framework of, because most of us are coaches, most of it, us are consultants, it's just so easy for us to coach and consult and to give it away. So if we put the pause and talk through more of this methodology of what this could look like and contact me for the solution, then they actually have a reason to contact you. Instead, when you give away the three tips, if you're hearing, I need time to implement this, that's a really good sign that you've overtalked, that you've overexplained and you've given away too much of the solution because there shouldn't need to be time to implement anything because we're talking about the mistakes and how this looks like. We're not talking about how to solve it. So once we started to convert our sales system into this way, we were closing sometimes on the spot because they really wanted to dive in and do the solution and implement and uncover the solution instead of, oh, well, let me get back to you next week. You've brought up some good things for me to think about. Or let me implement this first and get back to you and let you know how it goes. So that big shift in our sales conversations, I think has been what's really turned our brand around. Yeah, a lot. And so this is the work that we're helping our clients with because we do know the psychology of messaging is real. We all experience this. Just knowing it is not enough. It's knowing it and then knowing how to create content that's going to actually do the heavy lifting of the marketing and sales for you in your coaching and consulting business. That is one of our joys. It's one of our specialties. It's one of the things that we have so much fun getting creative. Um, But you have to remember this psychology of messaging is happening every time you interact with our content, we interact with your content no matter where you are, it's just the way that our brain works. So we're not talking about hacking the brain. We're not talking (laughs) about tricking anyone. We're talking about pure science of what goes on in our brains. And then how do we create messaging that works with what's going on so that people stay and take action, stay and take action, stay and take action. That is how you build a brand and grow your business for good. I love it. Well, if you want to understand the psychology of your messaging even deeper, we just touched the surface today. I invite you to join us for our next episode because we're going to talk about how you can become an in-demand brand by using six messaging ecosystem content types. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.